Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Reality Right After. I am here with someone that every time we ask our viewers, who do they want to hear from? Who do they want us to interview? Yes. Who do they want? Like, it's always like, get Candace on the show, get Candace on the show. So we listen and we have delivered. I'm here with the one and only Real Hodges of Potomac and recording artist, her new album, Deep Space is out now. Candace Diller Bazet. Hi, Candace. Hi, Wellington. How are you? I am so good. Happy to talk to you today. How are you? I'm great. I'm I'm recovering from losing my voice from doing too much singing and talking. So yeah. forgive me if I sound crazy, but I'm I'm excited to be here with you. You know, we miss you off the screens, and now that the show is kind of like in its filming stage or you know pre-season to the next season we miss seeing Candace every Sunday so tell us how have you been doing um tell us about you know what you've been up to since um season six wrapped and just a little update on everything yeah so typically when a season wraps so it's it's kind of twofold so we shoot the season and of course that's the most labor intensive, right? Because we're filming every day, um, depending on what's going on. It could be very dramatic, you know, <laughs> salad is flying everywhere. You just, you never always. know what's gonna happen. Right. Um, so that's always um, the most exciting time because we're, we're, we're laying the foundation for what you all will see. Um, right. But then when the show airs, it's still very much, um, work because you're interacting with the fans with all of you and um and you know listening to your thoughts and your opinions on the show and yeah. how much you love me or you hate me <laughs> yeah. um and it's it's very exciting because i love interacting with the viewers um i love talking to you guys on twitter and on instagram going live. So I get to do a lot of that when the season airs. So then when the season wraps and we shoot, we shoot the reunion typically um, when there are about four episodes left. So right. about a month from the wrap, from the finale, we'll shoot the reunion and <clears throat> excuse me. And um, then we, we go off and we, we kind of go off the grid completely. Yeah. So when when I went off the grid, it was around um, it was around the holiday season, which I love because the holidays are my favorite time of the year. My birthday Same, is, is in December, so I we always have like a big party, an ugly sweater party, and I just relax. And I think all the girls go on vacation. We just take a break. I know um, everybody. Everybody's like in a different island. Everybody yes. has their families. It's like yeah. I I love seeing like when you guys have the reunions because it's oh, like yeah. finally. We're done. Yep. Yes. So I think we traveled a lot at the end of the year. We were in Jamaica. We were in um, St. John with my parents. My parents have a, a property there. Um, I was in LA for 10 days. So we did a lot of traveling. I performed. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Legendary Damon. He has a, yes. a really dope party that he does. Um, out in LA and he was kind enough to let me perform um, in LA at, at his party. Um, I did the reel out in LA around yeah. that time. Um, I, did, I did Daily Pop twice. Shout out to Justin, who yeah. I love. I love Justin so much. So it was busy. And then um, we were 
something was happening in January. It's it's all a blur now, but I've been planning um, a deluxe version of my album, Deep Space. And okay. we were sort of getting that in the works and um, start just planning how many songs we were gonna have, um, what style of music we wanted it to be. So that was all planning stages toward um, the beginning of the year. And then I actually just recorded music um, last week for the deluxe album. So I'm really excited. Okay. So our fans are hearing this right now. New music is coming. That was one of our questions earlier, but uh, later on, but new music is coming. So that's always exciting. And I'm happy yeah. to hear that. Um, we saw that you were also on tour recently. Can you talk to us about like that experience? Yeah. Um, I, I had the honor of opening for you know, legendary R&B. I opened yeah. for Maya, SWV, 702, and Faith Evans. Yeah. Um, we did two dates. We did one in Connecticut at the Foxwoods Casino, and we did a date here in the, the DMV at uh, MGM National Harbor, um, which was so cool because that was that's literally like my backyard. I when I, I we just moved, but before we moved, we lived right across the street from MGM, and attended shows there. I saw John Legend there. I saw Mariah Carey there. Um, I've seen countless shows there. So then to be on that stage is like, what is this? This is crazy. Um, but it was it was so surreal and so much fun, and um, I got so much love and just so much support from from all of the headliners um and it's just it's just affirming and really nice to feel like you i'm being seen and respected by people that literally i was learning how to be an artist from and whose music literally wrote the soundtracks to a lot of our lives um in the 90s and the 2000s and now even now it's still, I still pinch myself. It's still wild. You know, I remember studying Maya's music videos, Case of the X, um, even like Moulin Rouge with Lil' Kim and, and yeah. Pink. And um, I auditioned for several groups and shows and talent shows with Faith Evans' music. I, I would take it down an octave because she's quite the soprano <laughs> and quite the alto. Um, but I, you, I, I, I'm absolutely inspired by, by these women. Um, I mean, SWV, they're legends. I remember being at house parties, like screaming at the top of my lungs to weak and, you know, to, to their music. And yeah. um, the same with 702. They, I identified with them as artists. They they looked like me. Um, and I I just, it's, again, it just is such a surreal feeling to know that they know who I am. Yeah. You know, and that they, they like my music. And they respect um, you as an artist. Yeah. And it's, it's really insane, but it's real. So I'm trying to, I'm still processing yeah. from the tour because it was such a whirlwind and it goes so fast. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I rehearsed for weeks for almost for a, a month or more. Um, I sprained my knee rehearsing. 
So it's it was like a, a whole journey. So it's I'm still processing and trying to take in everything that happened. We know, you know, you're speaking about how real it is for you and how, you know, this is all new. You're one of the you're one of the real housewives that we've seen on the show that has branched into music and it's actually taking it serious and it's actually, you know, developing a career in music the right way and just like any other artist. Talk to us about when was the first time you fell in love with music? Well, thank you for saying that. Um, I've I, been... I, had to, I had to mention that because there's a lot of housewives that do music for fun. And I feel like you don't, you're doing music because it's your calling and not necessarily because you just want to have a song. So I had to mention that. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Um, I, I came out of the womb singing, you know, my, my dad, used to put the the old school headphones on my mom's stomach and play music, play Motown um, for me. And then when I when I was born, he said that the only way that I could go to sleep was to uh, an artist, she's an old school artist named Vesta, um, 80s, 80s slash 90s um, R&B artist. Um, and, you know, I... I used to walk around the house singing. I used to dance around my room at like eight, nine years old to Whitney Houston records, to Tony Braxton records, to Anita Baker records. Um, I would fall asleep every night to, um, we lived in um, Maryland for quite a few years. My parents were stationed at in an Air Force base and my stepdad gave me this huge old radio and he said, you need to put on the Quiet Storm, which was the radio station that was popular back then. And I would fall asleep to old school R&B records and, and, and songs on the radio. So it's just, I've been in choirs my whole life. I've, I've just, I've, I cannot remember a time when music was not a part of my life. I, I, I learned to play the piano at a very early age, um, dance class. It's just, it's, I've always been um, in the spirit of a performer. Right. Um, and it's just, it, it's, it's just always been natural. It was never a time where I can remember myself not being involved somehow in music. Right, right. And recently we saw in one of your performances that you dedicated um, your performance to the great Tracy Braxton, who we recently learned that she passed away due to a heart battle with cancer. Talk to us about how, you know, how great it was to work with Tracy in your album and that experience for you. Tracy, is still is a bright light. Yeah. She, oh my gosh, she's so funny. And just her, her legacy will be the way that she was able to make people feel when she was around them. Um, I, I had known her through other mutual friends. She, her and her husband, Surratt actually loved coming to my husband's re restaurant before it closed. Um, Myron Mixon, the, the barbecue restaurant. They used to go in there and tear up some wings and just, they they loved um, hanging out there. So I, I met her um, there through some mutual friends, um, but it wasn't until I started working with my, my now manager who has a really close relationship with the Braxton family um, that I got to know her better. And um, my manager suggested that we do a song together and it, we ended up um, co-writing together a song called Stay With Me, 
that is on my album, Deep Space. Um, and I remember when we were recording it in the studio, um, I was recording other songs. I think I was recording Do It, uh, which is also on the album. And Tracy came in because she'd gotten there early and she had her grandson and I think her son was with her. And um, the studio that I record in is her her manager um, owns that studio and she had a, okay. she's an office there. So she came in when I was recording Do It and there was this one part that I was having trouble um, singing because it was like a it was like a, a weird note and it was like like sensual lyrics and I remember Tracy came into the booth with me and she was like you gotta sing it like this and you gotta mm -hmm. pretend like she was like it, in a really hilarious way just yeah. coaching me through how to sing this part and I remember she put her hand on my shoulder and she was like you gotta think about being with your man girl just like that sounds just like her yes <laughs> it, and I'll never forget it because I was, I sang the, I was able to get it and sing the note with her in the booth with me. So right. when you listen to that song, that there's that, there's one part in the song where I, it's like a, like a, um, I, I'm trying to remember what the, the lyrics were, but just when you listen to do it, just rem think, remember that Tracy was in the booth with me yeah. when I was singing that song. <laughs> um, and then she, she was always just very encouraging to me. Um, you know, we, I think we, we kind of had similar um, troubles on our respective shows. You know, she, Tracy was, was often sort of the, the odd man out and the underdog um, amongst her, her family. And I, I'm often sort of pegged in that role on my show. So she would tell me or she would sit, tell me through other people um, tell Candace, don't let them get to her. And she has to rise above and she has what it takes to be great and to not let them pull her down with, you know, their antics. She was always just wonderfully supportive of me. And, and you, you know, she's obviously very greatly missed. And um, I really respect her for, um, for, for not allowing an illness to define her. Um, she, no one knew and no, she, she wanted no one to know. Yeah. yeah. Um, because she wanted her legacy to be who she was and not um, what, what an illness could have done to her. So yeah. it's so much love and respect to her and, and her family for that. Yeah, we're, we're sending so much love and respect to the Braxton family. They've given us so much and reality TV pioneers and, yes. you know, love to her family and her kids. When you said we're expecting you music soon, what are some features that, I wanna know, are we getting any new features? And also what is your dream feature? What is someone that you would love to work with? So, yes, there okay. are uh, a, f a couple of features on the new, or the deluxe album. Um, very exciting people that you, that most of you will know. And we're also working on some other features. Um, so like I, I said, I just literally finished recording 
several more songs to add to the album to make it a deluxe. And as we're sort of finalizing those records, um, we're working on some other potentially exciting features. Um, okay. And you, you, what did you ask me something else? What, what would be your, oh. like, what is a feature that you would love? Yes. Yeah. So I, I am obsessed with Doja Cat. I love her. I think that she's so weird and so funny. And I just, I have a special place in my heart for weirdos because, because believe it or not, I'm, a, I'm weird. And I just, <laughs> I love to see a black woman stand firm in her quirks. Right. And Doja is so quirky and so weird and so interesting and still so incredibly talented. Yeah. She yeah. is an entertainer through and through. And I love how she's branded herself. I love um, her music. I love her artistry. Same. I would love yeah. to do a song with her. I also really love Lil Nas X. Okay. For simple reasons, he's an underdog. He is someone who marches to the beat of his own drum. Right. Um, he he was not afraid to step outside of a box that was placed around him and say, "Listen, this is who I am. This is the music that I'm go going to do, and you can take it or leave it because this right. is who I am." And I just really respect artists who don't allow machines and society to define them um, because that's what will be remembered. And that's what makes great artists is, is artists that are not afraid to be who they are, regardless of what the public thinks. Um, so I really respect um, his brand and I love, I love his music. I love the way that he writes. I love, I love the way that he emotes. I um, mean, I think he's so cute. He's just so adorable. I love yeah. him. Yeah. Um, I, uh, another dream collab, just because she's, she raised me in music would be Toni Braxton. I, oh, I love her. Um, when I was in the Howard Gospel Choir, when I was a student at Howard University, my, uh, my choir, they called me Little Tony. Uh -huh. um, we, we have similar, you know, warm contralto yeah. sounds. Um, and I just, I love her. She she taught me how to sing. Um, so those, those are just a few, just a few. Oh, and I love, another one that I love, um, a young, really still sort of up and coming artist out of Atlanta. I'm from Georgia originally, Amaretta the Great. I love her. Love Amaretta. Freaking just, she's another a person, fan. Another person that is like genuine in who they are and yes. like sticks to that. I love her. And I have to say this too. I just, I have to, I have to give love to my beautiful brown skinned artists because we don't get love the way that we should. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, I applaud her and I, I tip my hat to her for just being exactly who she is. And, and I, I just have loved watching her grow. So Absolutely. I would love to work with her. We're manifesting, we're putting it on God's hands and listen, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Switching gears to a little bit more of your personal life, 
how's the new house how's chris how's everything are you settled i'm loving the background thank you um the, the house is great um it's a lot of work i um, listen i have a little apartment and i'm like how do i furnish this i don't know how y'all do it oh my gosh yeah <laughs> we, and we started from scratch because when we sold my town home um we gave all of that or we're giving all of that furniture to my sister who okay. my parents are are helping her to build her first home okay um so all of that furniture is going to her okay. so i had to start over so i oh, have this, this huge house with nothing in it um except you know like a few dishes and <laughs> it's, it's exciting but it's like oh my god you have to room by room is the best way to do it. Yes. Uh, and then I'm really picky and I'm really particular. So, and I'm also, I have a lot of anxiety. So I'm like, okay, I know I need to start on my office, but I'm so stressed about doing it wrong. So I procrastinate and I put it off. So, you know, my front office and my salon, I'm just now starting on because I just, I, I I was like obsessed with getting it right. So I have all these, I have a, a PowerPoint presentation with different <laughs> um, mood boards and I would change the mood board like every month. Like, I think I want, you know, the room to look like this. Oh, but right. then I went on Overstock and I found this desk. Oh, and then right. there was Wayfair and I found this light fixture. So I, right. I keep changing it. So it's, it's, it's been really challenging to like settle on the way I want the rooms to look. Right. Um, but I, I mean, my living room is probably my favorite room in the house now. I love our kitchen. I love our breakfast room. My dining room is also one of my favorite rooms. So we're, we're the basement is next. We're going to start to tackle that. We just did some new floors down there. We're going to change the bar around down there. I'm going to get one of those big cushy um, feather, down feather couches to go down there. So it's we're still getting it getting it done a year and a half later, but it's, it's, I always it's, say go buy your favorite rooms first because those yeah. are the rooms that make you feel better. So yeah. get those how you love them and then continue on to everything else. Yes, but I I can't wait to see. I, we need some dinner scenes. We need some. I want to see more filming in the house because yeah. honestly, from season five, one of the one of I loved seeing you in the house with Chris yeah. when Chris kids came and yeah, I was like, wow, this is a different side of Candace that we have not seen. So it, it's nice to see you in that atmosphere. Yeah, the having the kids here was so much fun, um, and they love the house because. Of course, they can run around and hide. Yeah. And they have their own true dedicated space here. Um, so yeah, and just you know, having a new home is is special because you buy a house, but you have to make it a home. Right. And I've we really enjoyed just turning it into our home and making it feel like something that we can be in for a long time, which is the plan. Right, right. Um, last season on RHOP, we saw you being more, uh, you know, open to the idea of starting a family soon than you've been in past season. So how has that been? Any new baby soon? Like, are you are you excited for this? Yeah. So um, we will be embarking on a, a special baby journey uh, <laughs> very soon. Okay, cool. And um, I don't want to give too much away, but Yes, there are plans in the in the near future 
to work on some babies. I'm going to start with one and we'll see if how how much I like it. And if I if I survive and I can keep one alive, we'll try for one more. I have the feeling that the moment you have a baby, you're going, you know how Ashley switched as soon as yeah. she had a baby? Yeah. I feel like you're even going to be like to a bit, like, I feel like you're just going to do a complete 360 the yeah. moment you become a mother. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. How, talk to us about Miss Dorothy, the fan favorite from oh NHOP. Like, how is she? Give us the update on Miss Dorothy. And is she in your ear about having kids? My mom is doing very well. She is still mom. She's still in my, in my business. <laughs> she still comes to visit often. She has her own room, her own space. Good. Um, house here. Her cardboard cutout sits comfortably in her room. <laughs> her spirit is here even when she's in Georgia. I love um, it. I love it. And uh, she was actually just here. She came up for um, the, the DC show. Her and my aunt Jackie came up for the show. Um, but she actually is surprisingly supportive of me um, taking my time with children. Okay. Um, she says, you know, kids are a lot of work and, um, you know, you're very busy and Chris is very busy. Right. So you take your time and, and, you know, do it when you're ready because once you have kids, it's it changes things. So right. she she's actually... She will sometimes say like, well, am I ever going to get grandkids? Because my cousin, who I was raised with, just had a baby. Okay. Um, and so now she's got this little this little nugget um, that to play with. And so now she's looking at me like, well, when are you going to have one? So I do right. get that a little bit. But for the most part, she's supportive of me taking my time. Okay, perfect. Good. I, I, I love that. I love that about Ms. Dorothy. Um, well, Candice, our fans will legit hate it if I let you go without getting some of the tea on season seven of Real Houses of Potomac. So we're going to play a game that I like to call the RSOP Hot Seat. I'm going to give you, ask you a couple questions and just answer them fast. Just give, just give us the answers. Oh, just gosh. Okay. So let's start with, are you for sure coming back next season? Well, I think that Bravo released a statement saying that we were all coming back. I think, they did? I think they so. Did. <laughs> so we will see you next season. Has filming started? No. No, filming has not started. Cool. We saw Robin was out with us, Kala and another friend. Are we expecting new people on the show? Um, I, I don't know. I think, you know, it's... There's always a possibility that new friends could show up. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, we, we have a, a great dynamic on our cast, so mm -hmm. we, we may not need new people. But um, a, a Scala, I kind of stole a Scala from Robin. Yeah. <laughs> I think they even said it like Robin's friend that then became Candace. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, we both went to Howard. We're very similar you know she's young she's spicy she's beautiful i love her family dynamic then we get to see you know what it looks like to to interact with a woman of ethiopian descent right. and right. what her culture looks like and what she brings to our friend group so um i i would love to have her be around more um She's very supportive of me. She surprised me and showed up at my tour. 
to the DC show. So, um, but new friends, I mean, new friends are always possible. That's what I'll say. They're always possible. Okay, perfect. So after the season six reunion, how are things with Ashley? We see that you guys have gone out a little bit out in the town and I feel yeah. like off the show, Ashley and Candace are friends on the show, Ashley and Candace, we got to get to work. So how, how is the relationship now? Are we going to get an alliance? <laughs> well, I think she, um, Chris told me that she posted a picture of us from after, because we, we went out after the reunion with a few of the girls. Yeah. And we took a picture and she posted it and she captioned it beautifully complicated. And I think that is a perfect description of, of our dynamic and of our, our relationship. So again, I think I never say never, um, almost anything is possible. So okay. we'll see what happens. Well, the same question goes for Ms. Mia. How are things with Ms. Mia after the reunion? Um, I wish Mia well. And we'll leave it at that. Okay, got it. Uh, <laughs> will you participate in any shows like The Ultimate Girl Strip? Um, I don't know if I would. People have asked me, and I don't know. I mean, obviously, it would be great to get a free vacation because they, they've right. been going to some cool places. Right. But it's... What scares you about it or what, or what keeps the you... The drama. I just... Right. It's enough dealing with these girls right. over, you know, here in Potomac. <laughs> Do I want to, you know embark on a journey of more drama across the franchises. I don't know. I mean, it would be cool to get to know and hang out with women from other franchises because, you know, I think the first time we were all together was Andy's baby shower. What was yeah. that two, two, three years ago now? That was really fun. We had a lot of fun. Um, it was, it was a history making moment. So I, I won't say no. But I would definitely proceed with caution. I would have to think about it and pray on it and make sure. And it would depend on the cast too. Like, okay, yeah. But I, I would. I probably would. Okay, cool. Um, so if not your franchise, what other franchise will you will you be a part of, or any other Bravo show as well? Um, well, I've always loved Atlanta. I'm okay. from just south of Atlanta. Um, I remember when Atlanta first started, I was like, ooh, what's this? Yeah, right. it's exciting. Um, so I would I would welcome the opportunity to um, hang out with the Atlanta girls. They're fun. They're like, yeah. and they, they're, you know, they're they're like my my home girls, my best friends that I grew up with um, in in Georgia. So I I would welcome an opportunity to hang out with with those girls. Um, I love Candy. She's always been very supportive and very kind to me. Um, Chris and Todd have a, a cool little romance. Love that. Um, um, I would welcome my own show on Bravo. I was just about to say, like, wh what about a spinoff? Will you be, will you be interested in that? Um, I don't know. We, we see Karen's, Karen, Karen's is coming out soon, her spinoff. Yes. So my thing with spinoffs, is that 
I don't know that they're special anymore. Like mm. they're they're just you feel like a, a, a lot of them are yeah yeah. So maybe I would wait a while for a spinoff or okay. another kind of show, which I don't I don't know I haven't even really fleshed out what that looks like, but. Well, we saw, like, let's say Bravo invites you to do, like, Bravo's chat room, like they did with, yeah. you know, Giselle, like, something like that. Because we heard that there were some things in the work. So w would that be something that you would be interested in? 100%. Yeah. yeah. That would be right I, up my alley. I love your podcast. Um, and, you know, so I listen to it. doing. Yes. I, yes. I, li I listen to it every time yeah. when I'm on my commute to go to work. I love seeing you. In that atmosphere, I feel like you and Leah are legit, like best friends, and like it's sure. your banter. It's just yeah. f so funny. So, yeah. um, how has that been recording that podcast and starting that new venture? So the so that's what we're doing. Podcast is doing very well. We're actually um, we're in season two now. You can go listen to the first, I think, four episodes now of season two, and go back and listen to season one. There are ten episodes there that you can take in. Um, and <clears throat> we actually recorded, we were recording last night, which is part of the oh, reason why I have no voice. Um, but Leah and I have like a really strange, like amazing chemistry. Like, and she's real. She like, she tells you when she, she thinks you do something like right. That. She tells you when you think, when she thinks you're doing something wrong. I love that. Yes. She's so down to earth. She's so real. She's such a hardworking person woman in media she's we both are products of howard university school of communications um we're both southern girls she's from texas i'm from georgia um we're both really have like a, a dry kind of crazy funny sense of humor um yeah she's she's just she's she's an amazing producer she's she works in radio we have this the podcast together so she's amazing and i working with her has been so much fun and so natural like yeah for example we will go in and we you know we work out what the rundown of each show is going to be and we have mm. talking points and we'll go in and i'll start the show and we'll start talking about penises and that <laughs> nothing to do with what the the rundown of the show is right and just off on these random tangents and it just flows and it's fun and it's where we are laughing the whole time. We got emotional in an episode that we recorded last night. Um, both of us crying. It was like wow. crazy. So look out for I'm that. Excited. One. I'm excited to yeah. hear that one. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? And when it comes to music, when it comes to the show, when it comes to your personal life, where do you see Candace? The next five years, um, I, would love to see myself with a Grammy nomination. Okay. Um, I would love to see, I do see, I, I do see a Grammy nomination. I, I have yeah, to let's, speak it. Let's manifest, let's manifest. See, um, maybe uh, an episodic show under my belt, one or two or three. Um, I would love a feature film. I see a feature film um, with a network under my belt. Um, I see babies and nannies. <laughs> with the baby. 
Um, that part. <laughs> yeah. Um, another project, another music project, my next album under my belt in five years. Um, maybe I'll still be, oh, there's my sister walking by. <laughs> maybe I'll be on, how. will I still be on the Housewives in five years? It's possible. It's possible. It is, it is possible. Yeah. But your, your show, it's, it's a heavy hitter, but it's relatively still in, in, in its young ages, yeah. you know? Yeah, it is. So, yeah, it's, so it's, possibly you, you might see, still see me banging it out on Housewives. Um, <laughs> I I will be a, a Master's of Business Administration recipient very soon, actually, so in, in much less than five years. So I'll, I'll have that under my belt. Um, expanding my businesses with my family. Okay. Um, I would love for us to um, have a third location, a third salon in the DMV in five years. I see that okay. happening. Um, and just, I will be happy in five years and I will be thriving and living. Yeah. And um, I'll have my hand in, in another pot for sure. I, okay. I definitely see myself moving into um, the local political space okay, um, and for um, communities of color and um, receiving um, communities of color deserve the same commercial real estate um, opportunities that white neighborhoods have. It's, it's unfortunate and it's um, ridiculous that um, in, in black communities and in other communities of color, we have to fight um, to have Whole Foods and Wegmans and Sweetgreen right. and you know, healthy food options. And um, I love me some home goods. Why are there not um, enough, there, there aren't enough home goods um, and, and other um, higher end, um, retail in black neighborhoods. So yeah. I, I see myself maybe chairing a, a committee that works with local government to make sure that we're bringing um, those um, luxuries to black communities. Well, that's a fruitful five years. That is an amazing five years. And I really hope that everything that you spoke on, you know, becomes a reality and and you do everything that you want to do. I really hope for I really hope that for you. Well, Candace, that has been our show. Thank you so much for joining us in another episode of Reality Right After. You can catch our show every Wednesday on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook Live at 8 p.m. We have the hottest interviews, exclusive tea and more on all your favorite reality TV stars. Candace, your album, Deep Space, is available now on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere you everywhere, can find the album. Yes. Go download it, please. Thank you. New music coming out, the deluxe version of your album, out soon. Yep. New season of The Real Housewives of Potomac coming later on this year on Bravo. Candace, thank you so much for being here. Your, uh, the audience, we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye, yes. see you next week.